0: Today's sermon, I want us to look at Psalm
1: 119.
0: Uh, it's 176 verses. Are you ready for that? Yes, let's
1: Okay. That's why we came. Psalm 119.
0: Now, why do I choose this book for us to look at? There's something special about it. I'm sure you know why. Give me one reason why one one nine is important. It's the longest in the Bible. Okay? So if we're going to look at God's word, why not go for the whole longest? Okay. But actually the author said, I have put my hope in your word. He rises some to say, I have put my hope in your word. 43. Never take your word out of truth from my mouth for I have put my hope in your laws. Your word. May those who fear you rejoice when they see me. Why? For I have put my hope in your word. My soul faints with longing for your salvation. Why? Because I have put my hope in your word. You are my refuge and my shield. Why? Why? Because I have put my hope in your word. Mm. I rise before dawn. And cry for help. Because I have put my hope in your word. Amen. Amen. And as brothers and sisters. As a church. As I always stress. The Bible should be central to our lives. Nothing else matters. Mm. There will be various opinions. Mm. As to what we should do. Mm. But if we stick to God's word. We are not going to fail, and so for me the Bible is central. It is central in all we do, in all our practice. The church ought to abide by God's word. There is a song I want to play before we go on. Do you have it? Next slide. What do I do? Oh, okay, it's coming.
1: You're adorable. B, you're so beautiful. C, you're a cutie bro of charms. D, you're a darling E, you're exciting and F, you're a feather in my arms. G, you look good to me. H, you're so heavenly. I, you're the one I idolize. J, The love light in your eyes. M-N-O-P. I could go on all day. Q-R-S-T. Alphabetically speaking, you're okay. You made my life complete. Me, but you're very sweet. W-X-Y-Z. you want-
0: Now I'm sure you've all watched Sesame Street and all that. But today is not a course on the alphabet. okay? But there's a point. If you turn to Psalm 119, please, in your Bibles. At the very... you says Psalm 119, then you see a superscript at the top, don't you? Can you see that? Now go to the footnotes. Whatever yours says. And what does he read? He reads this psalm. It's an acrostic poem. The stanzas of which begin with successive letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Moreover, the verses of each stanza begin with the same letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Wow. Think about it for a moment. We all sound, hey, you are adorable,
1: beautiful.
0: That is what the author of this psalm is doing to the Torah. Okay? That is what he's doing to the Torah. And he begins, now again, just before verse 1, what do you see? What does he say? Aleph. Okay? If you go just before verse 9, what does he say? Beth. Okay, this guy is going through the Hebrew alphabets. And he goes all the way to the 22 alphabets in Hebrew. Alright? And for each alphabet, how many verses does he put there? Eight verses. Can you see what he's doing? So, from verse 1 to 8, you have the Aleph. From verse 9 to 16... So not only is he teaching us the alphabet, but he also teaches us the eight times table. Do you realize that? What is eight times twenty-two? Oh, one hundred and seventy-six. The last verse. Do you see what he's doing? Wow! And so this guy is celebrating the Torah, and he said, "This is what it means to me." Going through the alphabet of Hebrews. 22 stanzas, but each line, each line of eight. And so he's writing a song and probably you sang four part harmony today. Mm. This guy is writing eight part harmony oh, wow. to something that is so precious to him. Mm-hmm. God's word. Mm-hmm. So we'll have the soprano, the alto, the tenor and the bass, which is what we'll do. But this guy, has got the alto, the soprano to begin with. He's got a mezzo soprano. He's got a contralto. He's got a tennis. He's got a baritone. He's got a bass and two descants. Yes. And just imagine the symphony as he rises celebrating God's word. This is a man with passion for God's word. Psalm 119, some may say, is boring, but actually, if you think of it, Acrostic in the Hebrew and actually in the Greek says the utmost. This is the utmost of poetry, mm-hmm. of a song, mm-hmm. to celebrate what God's word means to this guy. And he goes on and on and on. And if you go through those scriptures, mm-hmm. Psalm one one, and he goes on talking about the God's word, mm-hmm. the statutes, the decrees of God, the commands of God, the laws the precepts, the promises. 170 times Mm. in these things you find all these words appearing. Why? He's celebrating the Torah. Mm. And he goes on and on. It's my delight. It's my counselor. Mm. It's like pieces of silver and gold. Mm. It's trustworthy. Mm. It's righteous. Mm. It's a lamp for my feet. Mm. He goes on celebrating God's word. Mm. The question for us this morning do you celebrate God's word? Mm. Or do you think, oh, it's another day for my quiet time and you randomly open a thing and you read one verse and you close it?
1: Yeah.
0: Would people look at your life and say, wow, this man has passion for God's word. Mm. This sister has got passion for God's word. That's what this man is doing. Mm. This author in Psalm 119. Telling you what this means to me. That's what he's telling God. Your word means so much to me. I've spent the time to write this poem. 22 stanzas, 8 verses each. A symphony, a harmony, celebrating the Torah. And that's what Christians should do. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: When they got baptized, the Bible said they were devoted to the apostles' teachings. And that's what we are called to do. That's what we are called to do. We are no different from them at all. I'm not going to go through 22 stanzas today, believe me. But we look at three things, three alphabets. The first will be authority of God's word a authority of God's word and I think when we talk of authority we get confused let's look at what the basic meaning of authority will be so authority will say the personal authority has the right to establish the standards and the norms for truth and conduct okay In other words, this is true, this is right. That is authority. So if I go on the streets and there are double yellow lines in Leicester, I will not park there. Mm -hmm. The authority says you don't park on this one. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay? Number two, you demand that others conform their minds, their hearts, and life to this standard. In other words, you believe it, you obey it. Okay? You do it. And number three. You enforce conformity. To that standard. And if people don't do it. They face consequence. So you say do it or else. And that is authority. In basic Mm -hmm. understanding. I'm sure the lawyers will bear me. Out on this one. So. The question is when we come to God's authority. What does that mean? Authority is a personal concept. Persons have authority, not objects. Okay, mm. and therefore, those in authority
1: mm.
0: are set and implement the authority through words. <coughs> so, when we come to biblical authority, we are looking at God's standards. Mm. We are looking at God's standards. Authority is ultimately in God, mm. and from God. Amen. Mm. Amen. So in Psalm 42, 24 when he said the earth is the Lord's Mm -hmm. and everything in it the world and all who live in it belongs to God. It is true. Mm -hmm. That's authority. He founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. The King James saying the firmaments. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Psalm 100 says know that the Lord is good. It is he who made us Mm -hmm. and we are his. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. God has authority. Psalm 119, Your hands made me and formed me. I mean, children think their parents do have authority, but imagine the person who formed you and formed your parents. Mm-hmm. and formed your pa- You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He formed all things, he's got authority. Your faithfulness continues through all generations. You establish the earth and it endures. Because God has authority. Jesus goes on to talk about uh, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. Jesus' word sustains the universe. Mm. That is authority. Mm. Amen? Amen. That is authority. Mm. Recently, in April, you heard about the first ever black hole image, didn't you? Mm. It was on BBC and we were all blown away.
1: Mm.
0: Wow. This is a black hole. By the way, Stephen Hawking died last year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He wasn't privileged to see what we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. And yet his theory was all on black hole. Mm-hmm. We are going to die without even seeing certain things that has been created by God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God spoke all these things into existence, mm-hmm. visible and invisible creation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But this black hole thing on our screen, look at the measurements. It measures 40 billion kilometers across. What? It's three times, three million times the size of the Earth. That you are seen. Can you imagine that? Wow. Yeah. It's 500 million trillion kilometers away from us. It's mind-boggling, isn't it? Yeah. It's larger than the size of our entire solar system. That little thing there. The mass is 6.5 billion times that of the Sun. I go I come from Africa. Mm-hmm. The sun can be hot. <laughs> and it's millions. Millions of mass or whatever from you. And this thing is how many times? Six point five billion times the mass. Think about it. The light, the ring you see, the light is brighter than all the billions of star other stars in our galaxy combined. The scientist goes on to say, black holes raise some of the most complex questions about the nature of space and time. And ultimately of our existence. Mm -hmm. They can't even work it out. Mm -hmm. And guess what God said? Let it happen. And it happened. (laughs) (laughs) He has authority. Mm -hmm. Come on God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. He has authority. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about authority... And by virtue of God's authority, God's word, as we have it in the Bible, is in every way identical with the undiluted, unqualified, absolute authority of God. Amen. Amen. Therefore, Psalm 119 say, Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Amen. Amen. God's word has authority. To all perfection I see a limit, but your commands are boundless. God's word has authority. All your words are true. All your righteous laws are eternal. God's word has authority. Timothy, Paul's writing to Timothy, all scripture is what? God breathed. God said, "Ah, you are alive. And he teaches us and he corrects us. Therefore, we are able to say when we come to the Bible that it is true and it is right. We must believe it and obey it and do it. Amen. 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 Or else. Or else. Or else. We face consequence when we don't obey the Bible. I love a phrase a lady mentioned last week I was on a course. And she said, um, if you obey the scriptures, the consequences fall on God. If you do not obey the scriptures. The consequences fall on you. If God says go here and I go. Trusting. He falls on God to protect me. But if I refuse. It comes on me. God's word has authority. I love this little picture. Remember in Luke 5. and the guys have gone fishing all night they didn't catch a thing mm-hmm. they come and Jesus said put him to the deep and let down your net Simon answered Master we've worked all night and haven't caught a thing mm-hmm. but because you say so
1: mm-hmm.
0: wow your word has authority
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you say so mm-hmm. we let down the nets and of course we know what happened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In Luke 7, the centurion comes. The servant is dying. And he said, Jesus is going to his house to go and heal the servant. They begged Jesus. The Jewish authority said to Jesus, this guy is good. Please go to the house because he's generous. And So Jesus is going. The guy comes. Oh, no, no, don't come to my house. Actually, say the word. Just say it. And my servant will be healed. And what is his reason for saying that? He said, because I'm a man under authority. Mm -hmm. I know what authority means. I'm a soldier. Mm -hmm. With others under me, I tell them, go and they go. Come and they come. Do this and they will do it. Therefore, Jesus, say the word.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Your word is powerful and it's authoritative. Mm -hmm. The demons will scream when you speak. Mm -hmm. Wow. And what did Jesus say? I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. Mm. Do you have that faith that God's word has authority mm. to do anything? That's the faith we need. Amen? Amen? That is the faith we need. When we carry the scriptures, it's not our authority. It's God's authority. Mm. I remember when I studied the Bible and I was about to get baptized. I, I came from a Presbyterian background. I was baptized as an infant.
1: Mm.
0: And I uh, studied the Bible... For me, discipleship study did it for me. After the disciples I thought, wow, the implications was quite clear. Mm-hmm. Go and make disciples of all nations baptize them. Wow. Acts two thirty eight, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. That your sins may be forgiven you receive the Holy Spirit. And I remember telling my family, Oh, I'm going to get baptized. Oh no, 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 you're already a Christian, you don't need to do that. Mm. And my mom brought my baptism certificate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which has a bit of authority, doesn't it? Yeah. Certificates have authority.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> People finish degree and you see at the awards and they said, that's my authority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am this and that. Mm-hmm. So my mom brought a, my baptism certificate. Mm-hmm. And it did show that, yeah, Presbyterian church, did, uh, I was baptized. And I also brought a certificate mm. of Matthew
1: 28,
0: mm-hmm. Acts two thirty-eight, 38, Acts 8, Acts 16, mm-hmm. Acts 22, oh Acts 26,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there was silence because the word had authority.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't me defending myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God's word speaks. Amen yeah. to that. Yeah. We should have that authority. Mm-hmm. And as a church, Whatever we do should be God's authority. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be afraid Mm
1: -hmm.
0: of preaching God's word. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We shouldn't be afraid of preaching God's word. It's God's authority. Amen. Amen. B the benefits of God's word. (laughs) Well. I will share with you what this guy, this author says in Psalm 119. Mm You see, he started from God's nature God's steadfast love His mercy, His graciousness, His righteousness His justice And he's saying, look Those who live that are rooted In response to the commands and instructions of God's word There will be wisdom, healthiness, faithfulness A joyous life And he begins from verse 1 and says Blessed are those who follows this? They will be blameless. Verse six: They will not be put to shame. They stay on the path of purity. Mm-hmm. Verse eleven: We've hidden your word in my heart, so I, can't, I will not sin against you. Remember that. Mm-hmm. We rejoice. The benefits is incredible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We rejoice as one rejoices in great riches. Mm-hmm. We see wonderful things in God's word. It preserves our lives. It strengthens us. It keeps us from deceitful ways. The ways of faithfulness. It broadens our understanding. We find delight in it. It turns our hearts towards God. It turns our eyes away from worthless things. In God's word, we find unfailing love. We find our salvation. Amen. We walk about in freedom. We find comfort, knowledge, judgment, understanding. It makes us wiser. It goes on and on and on. Great peace have those who love your law. And nothing can make them stumble. Amen. 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 And what is the alternative? If you don't follow that? You follow false ways. Selfish gain. Vanity. Disgrace. Shame. Arrogance. Wickedness. The benefits of God's law. And let's think about our life. I always say this. Had I not been a Christian. Seriously. I couldn't even imagine where my life would be right now. Mm. I had a simpler binging when I was studying accountancy. The reason I changed from medicine to accountancy is because I wanted to make money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I read that, oh, doctors work hard. They make average money, but if you're an accountant, goodness gracious. <laughs> Set up things in the tax havens and, you know. So one, my, my thinking was I'm going to cheat. <laughs> I'm not going to make honest gain. I'm going to be an accountant, but it will be... Due to fraudulent activities, mm-hmm. and you hide it enough so that they don't strike you off the institute. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They are very smart. Mm-hmm. They are very smart. Apparently, if you ask an accountant, "Oh, what should the profit be?" he said, "Tell me how what you want it to be." Mm-hmm. We call it creative accounting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. <laughs> so my life would have been one of making money fraudulently, lying, okay, and um, wow, you come to become a disciple and realize you need to live a certain life Mm -hmm. according to God's word, it's not easy, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's not easy at all.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I was born in Britain, I was raised in Ghana, there were times where people would approach me, paying me 10,000 pounds or something proposing that that we may get married and two years time we we'll get divorced. Mm-hmm. Now, had I not been a disciple, it's a nice proposition. Mm. If I had not been a disciple.
1: Mm.
0: Wow, you mean you want me to sign a certificate 10K, three years later I sign another one. Why not? Mm. Scriptures protected my mind and heart. Mm. Amen. 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 Mm. Scriptures protected my mind and heart. The benefits of God's word is amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: Those married in this room... Mm. I say if I have not been a disciple I don't think I probably will be married to one person
1: mm.
0: over my lifetime it just won't happen
1: mm.
0: ok mm. so God protects us mm. God protects us from various things mm. when it comes to parenting mm. we use God's word to parent mm. ok mm. we don't have to use violence and anger <laughs> mm. threatening mm. we use God's word to gently show love and concern. Amen? Yeah. So there is benefit in God's word.
1: Mm.
0: I never knew laziness was sin until I studied the Bible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, I know why I'm failing my exams. <laughs> because I was lazy. Yeah. What do I mean by that? Give me sports. Where there is football and hockey... Mm. I don't care about lectures. Mm-hmm. I'll just go for that. Give me the discourse. You see what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I remember studying the Bible. and I kept saying to this brother who was studying with me, Mark Temple, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. Don't have time. Mm-hmm. So Mark took a sheet of paper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And across, put Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And down the column... 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., 7 a.m. to all the way to midnight. And he said, let's go through how you use your time. <laughs> he says, So what do you do at 6 a.m. as I'm sleeping? <laughs> okay, good. What do you do at 7 a.m.? I'm sleeping. What do you do at 8 a.m.? You see what I'm saying? And I realized I wasted a lot of time. <laughs> And at that point, I hated taxation. Honestly, it was my worst subject.
1: Mm.
0: And I remember Mark saying to me, you are smart. You can be the best in tax. I said, really?
1: Mm.
0: And uh, he said, yeah, you need to be disciplined. Mm. And he showed me Proverbs 6. Mm. Whoa. Sin. Mm. Laziness is sin. Mm. What am I saying? The scriptures helped me mm. to pass yeah. my exams. Mm. I was so terrible in tax. that I don't know if I shared the story with you. But I remember sitting next tax exam that I was so fired up about. I came back in those days, when you come back, your results on a board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the whole class is there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Nami Wright, 90%. Mm-hmm. Mbote, 98%, right ninety percent. Martin ninety eight percent. With a from five
1: percent. Okay.
0: But on this occasion when I came,
1: mm-hmm.
0: my was blank. Hat on. I thought I've done the best in tax. Mine was blank. And I thought, this is interesting. I walked straight to the faculty. I said, there's nothing under my tax. It's the best I've done. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, yes, Roger, we just wanted to speak to you. Mm -hmm. Your result Mm -hmm. is completely skewed compared to your past ones. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) So, so,
0: if you don't mind, we want you to retake the exams. Uh, Wow. (laughs) so they gave me two weeks revise because I came back fired up and I went into this room and there was my lecturing two invigilators and nice biscuits I've never had biscuits in the (laughs) class
1: and I sat
0: and I did my thing and next day I came and I stopped of the class why somebody taught me to be disciplined (laughs) that was my interest in tax from there on Mm -hmm. Proverbs 6 6 You lazy, you sluggard mm. Go to the ants They have no overseers mm. You understand what I'm saying yeah. It came from the Bible yeah. In my life, the Bible saved me Amen yeah. The benefit of God's word And I'm sure It's not the same for you C Craving for God's word Let's look at How this guy said we should View God's word He said what He lives for it I keep your statute I seek it I follow it I fully obey it with all my heart I consider it I learn it I do not stray from it It's hidden in my heart With my lips I recount This guy will probably quote all the scriptures you need I meditate on it I delight in it I do not neglect it Consume with longing My heart is set on it I trust in it. I never forget it. I ponder. I have regard. I stand in door. I pant and long for your commands. Seven times a day. I praise you for your righteous laws. Wow. Can you imagine going out praying seven times a day, just quoting the scriptures? He said, I crave for your word. Do you crave for God's word in your life? Wow. Can I look at your journals for, of your Bible study? Is there anything else, such as you have a journal for your Bible study?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you memorize the scriptures? Mm-hmm. Do you share with others? Do you come and talk about football? I love football by the way. But it's okay to talk about football. Well done Villa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: we need to share God's word with each other as well. We need to share God's word with each other as
1: well.
0: We need to share God's word with each other. When we study the Bible with people, it shouldn't be our opinion. It should be God's word. And God's word will cut through. And again I've shared this. I studied the Bible with a guy. He was a minister of a Pentecostal church. The study took two years. Two years later I said to me, Are you trying to say I'm not a Christian? I said, Did I say that? Wow, the implication was so huge for him Mm. because this guy preaches every Sunday in this church,
1: Mm.
0: and it's a big church. I won't mention the denomination, but the scriptures did the work. Mm. It would take time. Mm. By the way, when you study people, don't think, "Oh, I need to study with them and they should be baptized next month." No, Mm. God makes it grow God works on a different timetable from us now if you are ready to be baptized more, why not but don't set the agenda let the word set the agenda let God work God will do his bidding through God his word and that's what we need in our lives we need God's word doing the work we need to know it and show it but it's not for us to set the agenda. I love the scriptures. I love reading the Bible. In fact, now a day wouldn't go where I wouldn't read the Bible. It's just there will be something missing in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. I suppose that's why I'm in the ministry now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's good to see the South guys there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I wasn't in the ministry at one point. Mm-hmm. But I'll read the Bible till 3 a.m and get my 7am train to work
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I just will be if I'm focused on a topic Mm -hmm. I need to know it
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and then I'll be asked to preach sometimes and I'll preach And where did you get that from? I was studying my bible Mm -hmm. when I was called into the ministry I was shocked Mm
1: -hmm.
0: what me ministry no in fact I said no for a whole year Mm -hmm. as I keep saying Mm -hmm. but it's all about the bible Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's all about the bible Mm -hmm. I'm not cut for the ministry.
1: Mm.
0: Nobody is cut for the ministry. Mm. God's word will prepare us for the ministry.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. God's word will prepare us for the ministry. <laughs> Peter finishes his writing, say, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Mm. To him be glory both now, forever, and ever. Mm. We need to grow in grace, of course. But we need to also grow in knowledge of God's word. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God's word must be centered in our community. Mm-hmm. And we shouldn't know it just to boast. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Said so there are many who seek knowledge for the sake of knowledge. That is curiosity. There are others who desire to know in order that they may be known. That is vanity. Mm-hmm. Others seek knowledge in order to sell. That is dishonorable. Mm -hmm. But there are some who seek knowledge in order to edify others. That is love. Amen. Mm -hmm. I pray when we seek knowledge, is for love. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That we may use it to build others Mm -hmm. in the Lord. Amen. Mm -hmm. Just knowing what the Bible teaches is not enough. Mm -hmm. We must believe the truth. Love the truth. Hold on to the truth. And obey the truth. And live by the truth. This should be the expectation for each disciple of Christ and the church collectively. Amen. Amen. Let's put our hope in God's word. Amen. Thank you very much.